You're listening to the Well-Built Humans Podcast, brought to you by Well-Built Supplements, Well-Built Kettlebells, and Flanaflage. Welcome to the Well-Built Humans Podcast. I think this is number six. You know, <laughs> I had a great guest on uh, earlier this week, and uh, his name is Chad Parks. And he's going to be on this probably for two episodes because he's got such a ton of wisdom. Love this guy. But I forgot to press record. And but needless to say, I wasn't too happy with myself. Um, so anyways, I'm excited for everyone to hear about that. But in this episode, you're, we're going to get a monologue. Okay, We're going to get Brandon talking about discipline. And we'll see wherever that trail leads. But this is, uh, if you followed me for any stretch of time or we've worked together or we're friends, you've heard me um, speak about this from a stage or as an athlete in a room or you know, someone that's in my kettlebell collective, whatever. Discipline is a huge, uh, is something that I'm passionate about. Uh, one of my favorite definitions, let's just lead in with this. One of my favorite definitions of discipline is this. Discipline is doing something you do not want to do to get a result you do want to have. And once you've truly learned that lesson, that that's what discipline truly is, it's interesting how you can actually start to enjoy that which you do not want to do because you know where it leads you. And that's like fitness for me. Uh, I've talked about this at length before. I've written about it at length before. About, you know, fitness is my profession. Strength, conditioning, athletic development is my profession. It's my craft. So it's easy for an outsider to think that I love working out. But that's not the case at all. I love having worked out. Okay? It's a discipline. And I haven't always had great discipline in this area. Uh, in the last decade or so, I have. Uh, before that, it was, it was present, but not nearly uh, to the degree that's been disciplined and ingrained in my life now. Uh, and that goes for a lot of things. Fitness is just a great example because it presents one of the biggest hurdles for most people in our society. They struggle with it. And um, despite all the... Oh, marketing surrounding it, uh, you know, especially nutrition as well. Nutrition is a discipline, you know. Uh, I, I truly do, do not think that most people do not know what to do, but where they need help is they need help with accountability. And they probably need some know-how. They need to understand some basics because uh, we've done such a poor job in truly educating people as they grow up about some of these things. And... And if we're not educating them formally, then people get education informally. <laughs> and nowadays, you know, people are getting education through social media influencers, um, TikTok. Uh, you get the idea. So you could see how easily someone could be led astray nutritionally, fitness-wise, um, etc. Um, you need to do this diet. This is the diet that. Uh, you know, you can't do that diet because it causes cancer or at least some, some sort of fear factor to it that leads you to believe that you can't do or eat or train a certain way. When in reality, it's all crap. Uh, anything that leads with fear 
be super skeptical of, okay? Things that lead with practicality and um, principle, uh, those are things people should really run to, but they're just not new, shiny, captivating. So people tend to overlook those things. Because there's nothing new under the sun, ladies and gentlemen, okay? There's a reason why people who are disciplined and build habits and they're able to consistently show up weeks and months and years and turn those into decades, they're the ones that, that truly understand this, this concept in the realm of any, anything, you know, if, if it's, um, you know, it started out with fitness, if it, if it comes down to your faith, it's about being disciplined, it's about being consistent, you know, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll use myself an example, like I, I have a, a strong faith in knowing who I am in, in Christ, uh, however, I haven't been the most disciplined in, in reading the scriptures, which is like bedrock of, of the Christian faith is, is knowing and understanding um, and reading the Bible. And, and it's easy to see why so many people, just using that as an example, can have such wide varying beliefs if you're not reading the Bible. Like if you read the Bible, it's pretty cut and dry on some of these um, interesting topics in our culture. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't intend for this podcast to be about that, but it's just an example of what I'm talking about, okay, about being disciplined. Um, we, could, we could go into our finances about having a budget and about paying off debt, but not only paying off debt, but investing and being smart and not just investing in traditional means that, uh, you know, that our financial advisors tell us to do, nothing against financial advisors, but it's also looking outside the box and, and understanding of all the different ways and understanding um, that there's a lot of ways to skin a cat and which ones are, you know, suit your style, which ones suit your um, risk tolerance. Uh, you know, so we, it could be fitness, it could be faith, it could be finances, it could be in leadership and personal growth, it could be success at your workplace. Here's the thing, there's a lot of shiny things, there's a lot of six steps to do that, but if you don't have the discipline, if you don't ingrain these disciplines into your life, it's all a facade. It's all a wish, it's not a plan for success. So we must learn to do what we don't wanna to do to get the results we do wanna have. From a fitness standpoint and a nutritional standpoint, here are some disciplines because this is my lane, all right? I could probably talk about some other lanes. I could talk about entrepreneurship, uh, but let's just talk about fitness and nutrition because that's probably the ultimate personal development journey that people need uh, to go on. Most people, most people got, some people have it figured out and most people do not. So if we want results, and let's just say results typically are from the vague, I just want to feel better. Uh, I want to fit better in my clothes. Translation, lose body fat. Uh, I want to be more, quote-unquote, toned. Translation, maintain or gain lean muscle. I want to feel strong and confident. Translation, <laughs> strength train. Um, so here are the habits that you must do and you must become disciplined in to get results that you do want to have when it comes to your health. 
got to strength train. You can exercise a lot of different ways, but if you do not strength train, and strength training includes a lot of different training modalities and training tools, but if you're not strength training, resistance training, and progressively overloading your body in some way, um, you will not get the, the, the optimal fitness results that you're seeking, and you're not going to feel as strong and as capable as you otherwise would. Nutritionally, if you're looking to maintain a healthy physique or a healthy body composition, you must begin to understand your caloric requirements and then find out where your maintenance and, and deficit is. And then also you must understand and start building the habit and discipline of eating more protein in your diet. Um, so those are some nutritional disciplines that you need to get it, you need to start squaring away. Uh, you need to go to bed earlier at night if you're not getting at least seven hours of sleep. Okay? Stop wasting time at the end of the night. Stop scrolling and trolling. Stop getting caught up in the Facebook reels and the TikTok reels. You know, if, if you get up at five, make sure you're in bed by 10, sleeping. If you gotta get up at four, make it nine. Pretty simple. Not much good happens after nine o'clock anyways in life, in my experiences, and I would, I would imagine uh, if you can reflect on your life, not much good happens after nine. I know any time that I got in trouble <laughs> or I got thrown in the slammer, uh, it didn't happen before nine o'clock. Um, most of my poor decisions, well, with the exception of my college years, there's probably pl plenty of bad decisions when we were, you know, pulling an all-day affair. Uh, but you get what I'm talking about. Like, learn to go to bed. It's amazing what going to bed earlier, getting up, just this, these two disciplines alone. Going to bed earlier so you get adequate sleep. Getting up and getting a workout first thing in the morning before all your excuses begin to fire. And how those two disciplines right there, because you went to bed earlier, you did something that you probably didn't want to do to get a result you did want to have, which is feeling better and more rested. And then you did another discipline of working out, doing something you probably didn't want to do first thing in the morning, but you start, but you feel really good having done it. If you don't think that discipline is a muscle and it has some mental hardwiring into, and it doesn't spill over into every other facet of your life, you are sorely mistaken. These are these neuro, neuro, um, neurological decisions that we make. Our brain, literally, Dr. Henry Cloud, read some of his books. I got a couple of them that I still need to read. They're on cue about how the brain is wired and how the decisions that you make that build your habits. Like you are literally, myelination is, is the word. Myelinating your neurons and that kind of, it's like putting insulation. It's, it's like... The best way I've understood it is it makes you more apt to make that decision again. So say say you're not disciplined. Say you quit really easily at things. When things get tough, you quit. And it all started with the first time that you did. Something got hard and you quit and someone, someone made you think that that was okay. Maybe mom or dad, oh, it's okay. Little Johnny, little Peggy, you know, things got tough. It's okay to quit. Oh boy. Boy, 
no offense if you're little Johnny or little Peggy um, and your parents, but they give you some bad advice. Okay, quitting is a habit. And if you've, if you've formed that habit of quitting, your brain has literally, has, has, over the years, has created this connection to quitting. Things got hard, oh, I shut down, quit. It's like your, your computer program. It's like you have a virus. Instead of a Trojan virus, it's a quitting virus. It's literally downloaded into your mental hardware. Can it be extracted? Could it, can, you, can it be cleansed? Yeah, it can, but it takes discipline. It takes overriding that with, most oftentimes, the opposite thing, perseverance. When things get hard, you don't quit, you persevere, and you start to work through and understand, hey, I can do tougher things. All this time, I've been quitting my whole life. I didn't realize that I was capable of perseverance. You see, if you've diet and fail, diet and fail, you're on the yo-yo train. Um, and failing is just another word for quitting um, in most instances. So you've just trained yourself to, when things got hard, I quit. Because fitness is hard, I quit. And until you understand that you have to learn to persevere, that it's not going to be easy, and that you have to build these disciplines until they become habit. And most research points to that time frame. If you're wondering, well, how long does it take to build a habit? You know, there's, there's, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to back the truck up over some of these things, but, um, you know, a 24-day challenge, a 21-day fix, um, any kind of, you know, uh, 75 hard. That's another popular one right now. Uh, that's getting closer to the time frame, though. Um, like, I, I don't think uh, being healthy and fit has to be so restrictive. You might not even know what that means, but it's a pretty die-hard 75-day challenge. That's why I call it 75 hard, not 75 easy. Uh, however, the time frame, I think there is, I'll try to find the research and put it in the show notes. I don't know if it was done at Harvard, uh, but the time frame to create a new habit and a new discipline, in other words, is 66 to 90 days is what they showed. Um, I always encourage 90 days when I'm working with people. Uh, give it 90 days of solid effort, of continuous disciplined effort. And in 90 days, you can absolutely transform yourself. Um, you might not be where you need to be. You know, if you got 100 pounds to lose, are you going to lose 100 pounds in 90 days? No. And if you do, you crash dieted. And then the likelihood of that staying off for a long time is, is not good. Um, so you might not be there yet. But the disciplines that you established in those 90 days will likely stay with you for a very long time, if not forever. And then in the next 90 days, you can stack a couple other habits. You know, um, it's just a quarter of the year. Do that four times a year. I mean, even if you just, you know, from a discipline standpoint, think about this. Think about, you know, it's the first of the year. And, and I say that time frame because you probably had something that you wanted to do. You probably had a new discipline that you wanted to create. Oftentimes, I hate to beat a dead horse here, but... It's fitness. It's health and fitness. You were going to really do it this time. Right? Imagine if you just did one discipline in quarter one. 
first 90 days, I'm going to go to bed at nine o'clock so I can get seven or more hours of sleep. Boom. Okay. So you start doing that and you stick to your guns. Well, guess what? You're more well, more well rested and you feel better. And guess what? When you're not starving for sleep, you realize how much, you know, your energy is better, but you don't eat like such a turd. <laughs> when I eat like a turd, it's when I'm tired. <laughs> when I'm not tired, I'm not reaching for crap. Okay. So period one, seven plus hours of sleep. That's period one of the year. Period two of the year, next 90 days, I'm going to work out three days a week. So now you're sleeping better and now you're you know, doing some sort of, and if you're going to do it three days a week, you may as well strength train. Nothing gets you more bang for your buck. So you do some sort of strength training for three days a week in period two. Okay. Then in quarter three, yeah, I went from periods to quarters. Who cares? Right? So in quarter three of the year, you say, well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to up my protein intake and I'm going to aim for, um, you know, a gram per pound of my body weight. I'm going to aim for that. If I get a little less than that, I'm going to be okay with that. Let's say I'm a 200 pound guy and I'm shooting for 200 grams. If I get 180, we'll, we'll call it good. And I do that for quarter three and let's say quarter four. Okay. Quarter four, I, um, I'm going to drink a gallon of water every day. And let's just say that you did those four habits over the course of the year, just those four. And each 90 days, you just worked on one and then you stacked another one in the, in the following quarter. How do you think that's going to work out for you over the course of a year? Probably really stinking good. Probably really stinking good. Can you do, can you stack habits faster than that? Sure you can. Sure you can, but you have to be realistic about what you're able to do and what you want to do. People who are, who have a lot of want to and a lot of drive can do more. But man, if you've been stuck for a really long time, do not go from zero to 60 and think that you're going to sustain that. Uh, very rarely does it work out well for people. Um, but the moral of the story here is discipline. You must create disciplines to override some of your crap, some of your baggage, some of your lame excuses that you use to keep rationalizing everything. How is it that some people get so much done? They're every bit as busy, have more kids than you and me, I'm not just, you know, I'm not just pointing a finger here. I'm just thinking about some people that I know who get so much more done than I do, have more kids than me. And I'm just kind of like, wow. And that's the thing you got to remember, like keep things in perspective. You know, there's always people that you're doing better than, and there's always people that are doing way better than you. <laughs> and I, and I try to be inspired by those who are doing better. Um, empathetic towards those who are doing not so good, but I try to strive towards people that are doing better and pick their brain and want to know what they're doing and want to know the disciplines that they have and, and how I can be more effective with the same amount of time that every other human has. And guess what? Let's talk about that time for a second here and we'll, we'll land this plane on discipline because time management really falls into that is do we all have the same time? Can you, can you increase the, the amount of time you have? And the, and the answer is yes. You, the more effective you are with time management, the more 
the more disciplined you are, I've said this a million times, it's not my own, but Jocko, the Jocko podcast, Jocko Willink always says discipline equals freedom. The more discipline you create in your life, the more freedom you have. It is a, a dichotomy, um, are those, you know, those two things. Most people think that the more discipline you have, the less freedom you have, the less fun you have. <laughs> I tell you what, the more disciplines I create in my life, the more peace of mind, the more happiness, the more freedom, and the more joy I have in my life. So, you can pick. Have no disciplines, do whatever the heck you want all the time. Isn't that what culture preaches? And everyone should just be happy, right? Oh, yeah. No. That's why we're in a, you want to talk about other pandemics. Let's talk about the pandemics of anxiety and depression and mental health. Holy smokes. Disciplines can be your very best friends. Okay. Learn to build disciplined habits in your life. Exercise that muscle until that mental hardware has become your best friend. Extract the viruses and override them by building habits that you know, that you know, that you know you should be doing. And here's the last little piece of advice is surround yourself with people who are more disciplined than you. Quit hanging around the same people that are, are at where you are. You've heard the story about the crabs, man. Crabs in the bucket. One person's trying to climb out of that bucket. One crab's just about to get out of that bucket. And boom, crabs pull them back down. Don't be a crab here, my friends. Don't be a crab. Start hanging around people who are more disciplined that you can learn from. Birds of a feather flock together, man. Even when eagles go to bed with bats, they, turn, they wake up upside down, my friends. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my monologue on discipline, episode number six, Well-Built Humans podcast. Love you. We'll see you on the next one. Actually, we'll hear you. You'll hear me on the next one. Peace. God bless.